When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hour 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager, the Hall of Fame coach. And he may be wearing a Santa hat. I think it's a black and gold Santa hat. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. How are you? Uh, thanks, Chris. Yeah, doing well. Just uh, living the dream down here in Arizona. We've had great weather. We got a little rain yesterday, but great weather down here. So probably the best November, December, I've seen. Well, that uh, is rubbing it in. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, soon, soon it will be uh, Arizona for, for some of us. And, and I'm hoping, Coach, that that, that good weather rolls forward because uh, my buddy I'm staying with down there in Scottsdale, he's got a pool in his backyard. And I know mid-70s might not feel like pool weather to a lot of people down there, but here in Nebraska, I see mid-70s, and I'm thinking pool weather. Well, they got heaters in those pools, so you'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. No polar bear club for Elijah. Well, I got to get your reaction, Coach. You've seen a little bit of film on Dylan Riola, a late flip that this process started Sunday for Nebraska, and uh, they got their man. And I know you coached against uh, his dad, Dom. Um, I look at Nebraska and what this – uh, the impact has been nationally, the, the wow factor there locally, a lot of excitement and a lot of energy for, for Nebraska's recruiting class for 2024. What do you think, Ariola, Coach, as, uh, as this prospect enters into you know, a new world of college football? Well, I actually like both the quarterbacks you guys got, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be great competition to watch. Uh, Rayola just, you know, gives a lot of credibility to you in the middle of December, uh, you know, which, as we all know, doesn't mean a whole lot, but it uh, it's a, it carries into Christmas and gives everybody hope. But, you know, a, a 19 and 20 ranking says a lot about all, your whole the whole class. I think it really, uh, you know, Rayola is going to be a guy, uh, you know, the one thing you've sort of done with that is you're, you're staying out of the portal. Matt's staying out of the portal, and he's he's saying we're going to build with youth, and we're going to, you know, we're going to do this with guys we recruit. We'll add to our program with some transfers, but we're going to build it from the from the bottom up, and which is what he said all along. And I think it just gives a lot of credence to what he's been saying, and that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And so, you know, it's uh, it just it just. You know, everybody goes into the spring excited. You know, everybody will be excited. I don't know how many people you'll put in that stadium for the spring game, but, um, you know, we're just going to let you guys wear yourselves out see in the spring, (laughs) and then we're going to sneak in to Lincoln in the fall and see what we can do. You're calling your shot already, huh? Or or are you not calling your shot? (laughs) No, no. I said if we see what we could do. Ah. I didn't didn't make a prediction. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll have to get your thoughts on, on Colorado signing day here in a second. The, the five high school players raising some eyebrows. I want to get your thoughts. But first, I want to get your thoughts. The news of, of yesterday, not only was it signing day, but Chubba Purdy has entered the portal for Nebraska. And that pretty much means, uh, unless there are some changes within the, the coming weeks for Nebraska, maybe a portal addition, that they're likely going to be given the keys to the kingdom to a true freshman starting quarterback. And not many schools around the country that have done that can say they've, they've given the, the keys to the kingdom to a guy so highly rated as Dylan Riley. But I want to get your thoughts on what it means to, to turn over your offense to a, really an 18-year-old by the time next fall rolls around. Well, it, it's, it, it sounds scary, and, uh, but if Dylan's everything that uh, it looks, appears he is and he's as mature as he seems, then it'll be all right. You know, really, uh, it's, he'll grow, you'll see him grow every week and um, – Really, both those quarterbacks will, and so it, you know it's 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 not as scary as you might think. These guys are so much further along uh, in their development as high school players, especially the programs he's been in. So it's uh, I think everybody knows it, and uh, you know the players will be excited about it because they'll see, they'll see the first day how good he is. The first day he comes in and starts throwing around to the receivers, they're going to get excited. So. It, it, it's not going to be as big a problem as you think. He'll have growing pains. Everybody does. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't. But, uh, you know, it's it, you, you hired Matt Rule, and that's what he told you he was going to do. And now, you know, you're on the same uh, wagon with him. And so it'll be just fine. It really will. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, what did you like about – the ability to, to connect with young quarterbacks, going with a young starter, and, and what drove you nuts? <laughs> well, you, you didn't sleep well at night just going, oh, man. <laughs> and you got to be careful not to sell your soul out on that thing because there's other players. You know, you've got mm-hmm. a team to think about. And, um, you, you know, it, it's not – your team isn't just one player. And so – the way you handle that one player has got to be the way you handle your whole team or the way you deal with your whole team. And so it's, uh, it's you know, the young quarterback, the, the first really young quarterback that, uh, that we dealt with, um, we played him a little bit but then started him in the fifth game and then he was in there forever, I mean, until he left. So, um, but we, we knew – we had to tailor our offense for him a little bit, but he was a bright kid and, and pretty far along and mature. And so, um, you know, if Dylan's as mature as he seems, both these kids seem mature, then, then, then it's, uh, it's a new world out there. You're, you know, you're playing guys younger, you're, uh, uh, the quarterback's the whole thing. And so you've got to give him all the attention. It's the whole offense now. And so, uh, you recruit him for this purpose, and now you got to put him out there and let him play. And so it's it, it's not as scary a thing as you might think, and it's it's probably not as tough a thing as you might anticipate. Coach, let me get your thoughts on on Colorado's signing day yesterday. There was some uh, some eyebrows raised with only five high school guys in this class. They they wanted to have six, uh, but that big offensive tackle he's delayed his commitment up until the February signing day. So I want to get your thoughts. Does that also raise your eyebrows? Only five high school kids in this signing class. Well, it's it's pretty much what uh, Coach Sanders said he was going to do. I mean, he's pretty much stayed with what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to be. 40% grad transfers, 40% re- 
regular transfers and 20% high school kids in a class. And I think that's probably right about the right number. And they're hoping to get the sixth, as you said. But uh, that one just, you know, that I don't know what that is. We'll have to see. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not the way I would do it. It's not the way Coach Rule would do it. It's not the way some other guys would do it. But it's the way Coach Sanders does. And as you know, uh, he's he's different than everybody else that's out there. And uh, it doesn't make him wrong. And it doesn't make him better. It just makes him different. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, you know, we're going to ride that horse, too, right here. So it's, um, uh, like I said, it's it's hard for me to fathom that that's the best way to go, but he's got experience and he knows what he wants, and and uh, we'll just have to see what happens. Coach, with the uh, prospect of of you know this transfer portal era in Colorado, is the buzz is is great right now uh, towards Dion, or is he still? Is he still kind of a heavy hitter, in your opinion? How, how is Colorado's uh, reception this year, going into year two, do you feel? I think the diehards are still all in. I think the skeptics are continue to be a little skeptical. Um, where I think initially the first three games you won everybody over. And, and then as the season went on, I think the guys who had doubts in the first place uh, got those doubts reinforced, but I think the diehards are are all in, and um, you know they're 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 still going full bore and and enjoying all the changes that are taking place. Coach, let's uh, shift gears and dive in. Are you gearing up? Do you like this bowl season? Uh, and are there some matchups you're pretty excited about? You know, I I think to me. I, and maybe it's just my age and disgust with what goes on at this time of year because they've the bowl games have been uh, you know watered down from the standpoint of portal kids mm-hmm. leaving not playing guys pulling out of games um, coaches leave, you know all that sort of stuff coaches being left out or leaving and mm-hmm. so it's it's not what it, it used to be but it hasn't been that way for a while and uh, trying to be a coach at this time of year just seems like the most miserable thing in the world. But um, <laughs> there's some really good Jeez. games, and I'm looking forward to those. And I, I really haven't geared in and started watching every one of them yet. Probably Saturday's the first day I'll really uh, start watching games. But uh, the uh, you know the playoff games, and I think what's happening when we go to a 12-team playoffs, the things that are really important are the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now. Those bowl games are important to the two teams that are playing, no question, and their fans. But nationally, it seems like to me we're just going more and more and more. We're centering our interest on the on some sort of playoff system, uh, and twelve team next year, and and the, the four teams we have this year. Let's dive into the playoff. As uh, we won't, we're off next week. We'll probably talk to you after the new year, but. Bama, Michigan, uh, it's minus two right now, and then we'll get your take on Texas, Washington. Bevo's favored by uh, four and a half. Who do you like, Bama or Michigan? Well, I, I, I really, two weeks ago, I said I liked Michigan 
But those guys keep shooting themselves in the foot. And, you know, just like today, they posted the fact that they're being investigated for their NCAAs investigating this or that. I mean, these guys, they just they make it harder on themselves every week. I think Michigan is the most complete team. I really do. Uh, that's only been tested once or twice. And, um, you know, Jason Miller or Jalen Milrow has just become a really good player. They just had to let him play. And so you probably never get bet against Saban in something like this. Two weeks ago, I, I thought Michigan was going to win this game. Now I'm not sure. Now I, I think I, I bet with Alabama. Texas, Washington? I like Texas all the way here, even though I'm a huge Washington fan, Michael Penix fan, Kalen DeBoer fan. Ryan Grubb, uh, but I, I, Texas person for person may be the best football team. So I, I you know, to see a replay uh, uh, of the Alabama Texas game would be pretty doggone interesting, I think. But I, Texas has got a lot of firepower. Well, who do you like in a potential Texas Bama rematch? I'm going to have to look at that, see who's healthy. I, you can't get me on that one yet. You know, <laughs> give me some time. <laughs> well, well, we'll give you a little time on that. More with the coach, Gary Barnett. We'll wind down uh, some thoughts with him. And uh, Danny Burke, Burke's Best Bets on the way. Hail Varsity with you on a Thursday. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Coach Gary Barnett is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Coach, I got one more game for you before we get you out. I'm coming down for the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix. I booked that flight before knowing that it was going to be Oregon and Liberty. What does that matchup say to you? Should I sell my tickets? Is there any chance that's competitive? Can you sell it? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> you may want to sell I it. I'd find out if I could sell it first, mm-hmm. and then 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 mull it over because you may not have a choice. <laughs> I don't know enough about Liberty to be able to tell you. There, you know, it always comes down to the team that wants to be there the most. Mm-hmm. This appears to me the Boise State Oklahoma game from nineteen two thousand whatever that was mm-hmm. six seven eight. Um, it, this feels like the same thing, and, and it's in the same place. So uh, Liberty wants to really be there. Uh, you know, Oregon's, they're already playing without players. So it, it feels that way to me. Who knows? Oregon's really good, though. Last thought here, Coach Barnett's with us. Coach, your, your take on Florida State calling a special board meeting uh, with uh, their uh, regents, and they're still ticked off, uh, rightfully so, but they're going to meet with the Board of, of Trustees today. And no official reason given, but I mean they've been they've been saber rattling quite a bit towards the ACC. Is this the, the the first step to the end of Florida State and the ACC? Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. You know, you look at the top twenty five classes in recruiting, Chris. Uh, all of them are in the SEC and the Big Ten, except Florida State, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Texas Tech. Okay, now I don't know, Texas Tech's an outlier, but two of those, three of those, Notre Dame's sort of technically in the ACC, two of those are in the ACC. 
The other and next is Miami and North Carolina. Those are all four teams who are most likely to leave the ACC and go to the SEC or someplace. Um, so that would mean of the top 25, only Notre Dame and Texas Tech are outside of the two power conferences. And um, I think that sends you a message right there. Coach, uh, have a great Christmas in, in uh beginning of the new year with your fam. Thanks for a few minutes with us. All right, guys. Great being with you. Have a great Christmas. Good to spend time with Gary Barnett, Hale Varsity Radio.